0: Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris, and I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters, and we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right, welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. Um, today, this is Elizabeth Paris, your host, and we have Aaron Benson on today. Hello, Aaron.
1: Hey, can I be seen? I don't know, but I'll just say hi. Um, hi yeah, everybody.
0: For, for our YouTube recording, you'll be seen. But as far as uh, the, the podcast, which most people will hear it there, they won't see you. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, if you don't see me, hello, everybody.
0: <laughs> All right. Aaron, right yeah. Aaron is um, he's been a counselor and a coach for 13 years. He's got a lot of mental health experience, helping people to navigate the mental health world and to really find happiness and joy and, and just understand their emotions and what's going on with them. And to know that they're normal and how to work through that and get through um, in a, in a positive way, right. Get, get through um, mastering more of connecting with themselves and moving past some of that heavy stuff. I've really enjoyed working with Aaron. We've done a couple of webinars together. Um, he has of course his master's degree in, um, social work and he's married. He's had, um, 19 years of marriage experience. He's got four kids um, he's just a terrific dad. He's always sharing with me things that he's doing oh. with his kids. Um, how's the tree house coming, Aaron? <laughs>
1: it's coming along. Good. Um, he's, he's me and my 10 year old daughter house. are building a tree house and that's what she's referring to. But yeah. yeah.
0: And anyway, Aaron's just great. I know he loves nature and outdoors, loves a good road trip. He lives currently lives in Salt Lake area, Salt Lake city, Utah, and he's just helping lots of people. I'm, I'm really grateful to rub shoulders with you. Every time we get to chat or um, get to work together, it's a treat. So welcome, Aaron.
1: Thanks. I'm glad to be here. I think this is going to be a wonderful experience and opportunity to have some conversation about relationships, specifically with what we're going to talk about today. But no, I'm happy to be here. And you guys, Elizabeth is amazing. She's the one who puts these, you know, these trainings, these experiences together for you guys to get some hope, to get some support. So I just think it's amazing you. What, what you do, Elizabeth, and I, well, I know thanks. that your listeners really value your... Uh, she, she wants to move on, you guys. She's like, okay, enough about me. Let's move on. <laughs> anyway, she's amazing.
0: <laughs> Moving so. right along to time, right? though so, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so we, today, this whole month is going to be focused on relationships. And when you think of relationships, most people are like, oh yeah, your spouse or a significant other, or, you know, relationships at work or with your kids or things like that. Um, but we're starting with one that is super important, but maybe not so noticeable. And that's your relationship with time. So this is, this is a fun one. Um, and Aaron and I have talked a lot about this just because I think in our society, it's a big deal to, um, well, one of the things that we're taught from even when we're young is that time, we don't have enough time. And also that time goes so quickly. You know, you hear the cute old lady, we've joked about this before the cute old lady that's like, Oh, it just goes so fast, you know, Enjoy <laughs> it." <laughs> And so, so true. I don't know, time is an interesting thing and not something that we always look at when we're trying to improve relationships, but it's such an important area to focus. But in yet, on. It's,
1: uh, it's, yet it's, you know, it's an issue that people will bring up frequently as a barrier to why their relationships are strained is because they don't have enough time. I have heard so much in the past two weeks from people that, oh, it's already November. You know, like, mm-hmm. like people are so focused on how much, uh, you know, how fast time is going. It's, it's just something that me and Elizabeth recognize, like, you know, this is definitely an issue that we could probably help people better understand how to, you know, look at time as a asset or an ally instead of something that I've done with time is I've blamed it. I've been critical. Yeah,
0: the blame, I've held grudges <laughs>
1: against it. I've carried resents you know, accusations that that's the reason I can't, you know, connect better with my spouse or with my kids or, or be on time somewhere because time is just moving too fast, but
0: mm-hmm. uh, you know, really it's a and great thing to focus
1: on today. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We
1: don't have enough
0: mm-hmm. for sure. So we're hoping that this episode today is going to help us understand more of the value of time so that we can appreciate it and be more grateful. And, um, so that we can even take that time to uh, build a relationship with time that's positive. Cause if you listen to your words about time, some of those things we just said um, may have come up where it's like, I don't have enough, you know, like, Oh, I can't get it all done. Those kinds of things. Uh-huh. And so um, that's one of the areas we want to focus on is to not blame time. Watch, right. you know, we're going to watch our language <laughs> and say, okay, how do I talk about time? Do I talk about time like it's getting away from me? Like I don't have enough. Um, yeah. And I think
1: part of the conversation that we had in preparation for this podcast to support the listeners was that, you know, time seems to be a, a area of our life that we kind of look to as like why we can't connect to people. We don't have enough of it. And so as we brainstormed on like, well, what are the points that we would want to make and share with the listeners that would help them better relate to time. Now you may be thinking like, well, time is not a living thing, but I'm going to tell you right now, it may not breathe, but time definitely is alive and running constantly. It's got a heartbeat to it. And if you've ever been late somewhere, you know what that feels like when you're running behind it. The the energy that's created within us often is like we're put off, we're irritable, we're short with people. But when we're ahead of schedule, we're calm, we're confident, we're relaxed. So the truth is, time, it is a relationship that you want to put some energy into it of positivity because it is living. It may not be breathing, but it's living. And the way that you speak about it, it's as if, you know, if you have a person that you care about and you blame them and accuse them for, you know, all your problems, that person is probably going to distance themselves from you a little bit more than usual because, you can only hear so much blame and accusation where it's like, you know, I'm really not trying to harm you. I'm just trying to help. And that's what time is doing. Time is actually our friend. So we just need to change our mindset about it.
0: Yeah, I like that. One one of the other things you said a while back was that time doesn't necessarily have a voice, but it has an energy. And I think that's so true. Um, you can feel the energy of time, you know, like you said, if you're late, um, if you if you're if it's late at night and you're thinking oh I should just go to bed and, and you're you know not getting done the things you need to and there's just an energy about it so but when we when we have a really good day where things go really well and we feel really good about it and you know we're, things are flowing we get things done we, we're following our schedule and things like that it's a totally different energy
1: that goes on with us. I mean, so, 100% and- agree. 100% mm-hmm. agree. And if you one thought I had today in preparation for this podcast was just thinking about how when we plug into time, it's like it if you're really disciplined with time and you're plugged into it, you can actually increase your energy and your output, your ability. So the the analogy is your cell phone, right? When you when your cell phone battery's dying, you plug it into the wall, like to the outlet so that it charges. For us, I believe that time is like that. I mean, if, if you're going to plug into it, get disciplined with it, appreciate it, it it's going to charge you up. It's going to give you some energy to work with to, to navigate the day and what, what you feel needs to be accomplished to feel productive. It's when we unplug from time. And what I mean by that is if you don't have access to a clock, like if you don't know what time it is and you're just <laughs> free, you know, just walking around, wandering without knowing the time. We all know how unsettling that can feel when you're sitting somewhere and you don't see a clock. Um, it, time is just a really good thing to stay plugged into to know kind of where things are at. Not to obsess, but just to to know that it can be a great resource for powering up your energy and being disciplined and using it as an, as an ally. So
0: Yeah, I like that. And wherever you put your attention, that will grow. So if you're paying attention to, I don't have enough time it's going to feel more and more like that your brain emphasizes and exaggerates your thoughts about things. So if it's, Oh, I'm utilizing mm-hmm. my time. I'm a good time manager. Like I appreciate my time. Then you're going to start receiving back and feeling like your time is flowing better. So appreciate. that's what I've back, noticed.
1: That's what I've yeah. noticed. And, and for the listeners, I've done personal work on like tracking this and paying attention to it. And what I found is that yes, when I'm disciplined, when I'm appreciative, when I'm thankful, it seems like I have more time to work with. It, it feels like I have energy that comes from the discipline, you know, like staying on task or, or just knowing what I'm doing with my time because it, it's, we, we get an amount of time every day regardless. So I've noticed in my personal work and paying attention that it does in fact increase my energy, my motivation my care. And it helps me to kind of see where my, where I'm putting my time, where is it going? So, yeah,
0: that's great. Um, and time is like, time's not the reason that we have issues with happiness. And sometimes we, you know, even in our language, we'll use that like, Oh, you know, I, I just can't get this business started, I don't have enough time. You know it's that's the barrier to us becoming what we want or to having the relationship we want with family or whatever. and when when we realize that time is not that reason, and time is just it's an asset, right? Um, you know exactly how many minutes are in a week, Aaron. What is it?
1: Oh, my gosh, it's like a thousand eighty, a thousand eighty yeah. minutes in a week. A yeah.
0: thousand eighty minutes in a week. You put me on the
1: spot there. I don't know if that's Sorry. right, but I'm I'm remembering. I think it's one thousand and eighty minutes.
0: Isn't that is that in a that's in a day though, isn't it? I think it's a okay, day. Okay, I got it. And then the end of the week is like twenty. 7,
1: yes, 80, that's right. 8, so it's a thousand yeah. for a day. Yeah. A thousand. I totally put day. You on that the doesn't even Sorry. make sense. A thousand minutes. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the thousand eighty or whatever—that's what we have in a day. And, you know, you wouldn't be mad if someone put $1,080 in your bank account every day for you to spend, right? You might look at it the next day and go, oh, I didn't spend it. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't have that opportunity. But if you've got 1,080 minutes, that is like an actual value to work with. And we, have, we can think of it as like, hey, I have this commodity. I have this item. I have this um, valuable um, item to work with and then we can team up with it. And another way that we can actually team up with it is not just through our words and thinking about it, but um, we talked about how important it is to team up with paper. And I know this is Uh kind of interesting to think about, but there's a couple different ways that we can learn to love our time Mm -hmm. more and learn to use our time better. And one of these, you know, the one that I really think of when I think of, okay, how am I going to utilize my time in this week in the areas that mean the most to me? I use my planner. That's that's kind of the paper that I go to is, okay, I'm going to go to this planner. I'm going to, and and first I actually do like to make a list. I make a list of, okay, what are my priorities for the week? What are those things that if I died at the end of the week, I would want to say I I did this. This was in my week. Maybe it's exercise. Cause that's super important to you and your relationship with your body, or it makes you feel better with your mental health or whatever. Um, maybe it's spending that time to go on the date with your spouse or your significant other. Maybe it's spending quality time with kids individually and in your, you know, your children in your home. Maybe it's, uh, doing that time for your business or whatever it is that your your goals are to move forward on. But I've, when you have those priorities listed out, then for me, I try to go in and pick a specific day and time for each of those items. Because I know that if I don't specifically plan it out at the beginning of the week, it's not going to happen. And so, you know, uh, my husband and I, we have a regular date time every week Tuesdays, we go to lunch and hang out and sip, spend time talking and stuff. And that's our go-to like every week we know that we're spending that time together. Um, so that's been a big one for me. I know you've done a lot of that, Aaron. I know you set times to be with your kids and you will put everything else off to spend that time with that child. Well, even not perfectly, the time sometimes. <laughs> but that is the
1: intent there. There's yeah. intent behind it. It doesn't always go perfectly, but at least there's a plan. And, and that's a really important concept of time. Uh, time teaming up is that you have a plan with it because you know how much you get every day. You can allot your time to certain areas of your life, just like a budget with money. You know where bill, like where money has to go to pay for certain things. Time is the same where you invest in relationships, but your, your suggestion of teaming up with paper the the analogy that I come up with is like when I did math in, in school growing up, grade school, elementary, junior high, high school, I never did math just in my head. I would always get a scratch piece of paper, make sure that I had the numbers all written down. And there's just no way you can do all those numbers in your head with time. There's too much to work with. Like we said, 1080 minutes a day, you can't do in your head the math of where that time is going to go. Use paper list out your priorities. What, what are the most important things for me to allot time to that are going to give me a good return and also help me feel like I'm connected? Because remember, we're talking about relationships this month. That is the objective is that your relationships feel, feel stronger, feel more connected. They feel more assured with the people in your life. And the way that that's going to happen is by teaming up with time and, and investing that time specifically with those folks that you care about so how, how are you gonna it's one thing to set aside the time and then it's how you're gonna use it that's what paper can be helpful for so just team up with paper anytime that you do any any time work team up with paper because paper will help you see like what's going on don't do the, the don't do that math in your head um, the other the other thing that's really helped me to kind of better understand how valuable time is in in building relationships is I had to first better relate to time. So I did an exercise that that I felt could help me. And what I did is I used paper. So same suggestion, team up with paper, but I, I use paper to write out like I blame time because and then I would write out on paper why I was blaming time because there's not enough or I would just write it out on the odd days of the month. And then on the even days of the month, I would write for five or 10 minutes. I always teamed up with time, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, seven minutes, whatever number I chose. And I would just write out, you know, on the even days, it was, I love time because now what I did with the, the days where I wrote, I blame time. I accuse time. I hate time those writings were discarded. I didn't keep those writings. Um, anytime that you take candy out of a wrapper, since we just finished Halloween, if you take a piece of candy out of a wrapper, you're not going to keep the wrapper. Okay, you're, yeah. you're going to discard that's what you don't need. <laughs> so when you're, when you're expressing that you don't like certain aspects of time, you want to train your brain that that's, that's not good for me to think that to keep to hold that so we're walking around just carrying way too much trash with time and you know when you when you unload it when you when you get it out of you and put it on paper discard that unnecessary unhelpful unhealthy language and then keep the language that's I love time because you know it allows me to spend time with my kids and I love time because it tells me when the sun comes up and the sun goes down I love time you know like really That's you just great. set aside five minutes and time will help you understand how valuable it is.
0: That's awesome. And I like what you said, because when you do the, I hate, or I time, blame, or I IQs, blame yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then when you do that, you're actually bringing up some of your old negative programs. Like maybe you got left at the, middle school, waiting for your mom way too long one uh-huh. day. And, and yeah. he, you're like, aha, uh-huh, that happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've all been through that, right? And so we all have mm-hmm. really negative experiences with time in our past where maybe we were late and we felt embarrassed when we came in to school or, or to church or to an activity or whatever we were doing. And um, so it's just interesting because that's what we're getting rid of. It's like, okay, we've got this stuff around time. But some of it's really positive and helpful, and others are not helpful, and and they actually negative programs that we're carrying through our life that cause us to um, have a negative relationship with time because of the way we're seeing it from the past. So that's that's what you're doing when you're when you're writing things out, and it's so helpful because you can see it when you write it out. It's kind of like when I, I liked 100%. how you were describing you know, it's too much math to keep in your head. You got to write it down. Well, think about a receipt. I was just thinking about my receipt from the grocery store, even just last week. And it was long, really long, right? And um, if I tried to name every item I bought on that grocery list or that receipt, there's no way I could probably write down 10 items, (laughs) Uh but I wouldn't remember the little thing of ginger I got or the, you know, I don't know, the gum on my way you know, there's just too much. And so it's the same for us. We go through and we have all these experiences in life. We can't remember every experience that gave us a negative taste about time. But if we start to get some of those feelings out and some of that negative stuff and get rid of it, that's so helpful. And then bringing yeah, and in it's that like, positive. Yeah.
1: It's like time when you start to better relate to it, time will start to say, you know, you really hurt my feelings when you did this. Remember that mm-hmm. time you were, you were left a little longer than you wanted to be and you you felt like you were not cared about. That wasn't me. That was yeah. somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. that you need to follow up with. But but time, time is this energy that it's very forgiving, it's very kind, and it has so much value to bring to our lives. But yet I hear, and I'm the biggest complainer, you guys, for you listeners out there, I am complaining about everything from weather to clothes, to <laughs> being bald, to lots of complaints that I that I manage in my head. So get those out on paper and, and specifically with this podcast, it's time. Like enough of the blaming and the accusation towards time. Time is there to help. It's there to serve. It's there to help you get discipline. It's, it's there to help you get skill. It's there to help you be responsible. It's it's there to help you have stronger relationships and feel like you have connection. Um, it's a huge blessing that we just, we're so clouded with the negative that we don't see the value that it has, that time has. And so, so the true. goal of the podcast today is that you hear, okay, I need to treat it with more respect. I need to treat time with more understanding and patience. And I got to maybe look and see what actually is causing the problems my life. Cause maybe it's not time. Maybe, maybe I'm not disciplined or maybe, maybe I don't have goals or maybe, maybe I'm not motivated. At yeah, least then you can start I, to work on some stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'm hesitating or procrastinating or just not going for it. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's so good, Aaron. Um, I definitely love the, the writing things up about I love and I hate time. And I mean, you could start with that one and just do it for even a week. And it would help you to start looking at what's going on with me. And as soon as we put time on the back burner, as far as being the one to blame, we might be able to see some of the other stuff that's going on. Like you said, Um, definitely. I love that. Um,
1: Well, and I think for the listeners, remember that, you know, when you do physical activity, you're not going to see, you're not going to feel a lot of the results the first day other than you just feel good that you accomplished the goal of the exercise.
0: Yeah. Normally you see physical you results.
1: <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you yeah. do. Sometimes and you might feel sick with worse. this exercise. Like, is this even working? But remember yeah. that any type of exercise takes a few days for you to start to experience some results. Now, because it's your mind, you're going to notice it a little bit quicker than your body. Like you may have tried to have, have lost weight and it took two weeks to see a physical change but this is a mental exercise this riding exercise of i i love time because you run imagine if you're on the treadmill for five minutes you're going to get value if it did it five minutes for two weeks straight you would get value so with mental health this is a mental exercise that no not the first day you're not gonna be like wow i've changed i love time my life is so much better it's going to it's going to require that you invest some energy and some exercise into this to feel that shift that that time is your friend and it's there to help you strengthen your relationships if you discontinue blaming it blaming it and accusing time is only making you heavier weightier and feel like you don't have hope so yeah, if you don't change so that that relationship with time then you're going to feel heavy, weighed down, hopeless, that that's just the outcome. That's what happens. So switch it around, feed your body some, feed your mind, some good thoughts that are healthy, you know, like the fruits and veggies of the mind of, Hey, love. I love, 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 love. And you just feed your mind. Hey, this is a good thing for me. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I think you did say, but on the loved ones, those are the things you keep. So you could even keep a a journal or a notebook Mm -hmm. where you're doing that positive processing because you want to hang on to those and you can go back over them too. And it helps remind you, oh yeah, I do love time because it gives me the opportunity to hold my kids or to play a game with them. Or I love time because I get to go on a trip with my husband every once in a while. And that, you know, that takes time.
1: (laughs) And this is a way to think about it. So if there's a treadmill in exercise, Uh your treadmill for mental exercise would be what you write down about loving time. So in essence, you're getting on the treadmill by reading through, reviewing what you wrote about why you love time. That's, that's an exercise too. Once you've written down, you can go back and read it over and over and over. It's just like running on the treadmill. It's, it's just great. a reminder. It, you, I got my exercise done for the day, my mental exercise. It's just an easy way to kind of make it tangible to help you relate to time. So that, again, the reason you want to be on good terms with time is because it'll help you better relate and connect to the people in your life. That's where it goes.
0: Mm-hmm. When,
1: when you discontinue saying, oh, I don't have enough time and you take uh, accountability and responsibility and time is your friend. Now time is going to say, "Hey, why don't you go talk to your child right now? You have five minutes." Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I can go do that."
0: Yeah, and so, when your brain goes, "Well, I still have all this stuff to do," then you say, "Well, that's okay because I can take this time. I'm using this time right now for yeah. this. I have time that I can use for that. You know, when they're at school or whatever, whatever you're doing with your schedule, you'll learn what works well for you and when to plug in the different." Times And then I love that because you just, you can't plan every little thing. So just that inspiration where time will talk to you and is like, okay, this is a little opportunity to ask this question to your child and listen. And maybe that's just the conversation they needed to get something out that was on their mind. Um, so I love that. So good. Um, I think, you know, this is a really good spot to start this love and hate. Um, also looking at your schedule and saying, okay, um, looking at your mindset around it, flushing out the negative programs, bringing in the positive, and then looking at your schedule and saying, okay, what, what are my essentials? What do I really want to plug in to my week? And by the end of the week, what do I want to have accomplished? Or what do I want to have focused on? And I think those are super helpful. Um, I do want you to mention because Aaron was telling me this is kind of a higher level thing, but just and and this isn't where you probably want to start. But this is just an idea of where you could go to after you've started to gain this relationship with time and you worked out some of your love and hate relationship stuff like on paper. Um, Tell us what you've been doing with that really cool time app that you have and and what you've been doing with. Again, the
1: first step, if, if you're really down on time like not very good terms. The first thing you're going to want to do is strengthen that relationship. After that relationship is strengthened, you're going to get great insights and ideas on how to get more disciplined. So one thing that has led to the fall through for my tracking and just paying attention to time and being disciplined as best as I can, I still have imperfections, but there are apps that you can download on your device that will help you track your time. So I guess I started thinking about, well, if I go to work for a paying job, I clock in. If I'm not on salary, I clap, I clock in. Right? I keep track of my hours and then I get paid. So I thought, well, why can't I do that if I'm just, you know, where is my time going from day to day? So I found this app. It's like a timesheet app. And I just, it says punch in, I click punch in. And then as I'm going through like, whatever behaviors I am, I then identify it as, you know, here's what I'm doing. I'm dadding right now. And so when I'm dadding, that's one of my identities. I have four kids. That's what I've clocked in as, as a dad. And what it's really helped me to do is to see my opportunities to connect to my kids, whether it's tucking them in a bed at night. The other night, my daughter was crying in a room Did my 10 year old. And I,
0: and it was time I, to I dad, knew that I was,
1: I knew that I was clocked in <laughs> As Dad, so to me, clocked in has turned out to be dialed in, so I use this app, but really, it's helping me dial in on my identity for that specific time, and it oh, ended up being Dad. I see my daughter crying, right? and
0: yeah. I'm like,
1: "Oh, she needs some conversation, and yeah, I ended up investing thirty minutes talking her through um her her struggle, but she started out with sadness, and we ended with kind of like not as sad but like moving to like happier and then the morning in the morning she woke up she's like I'm happy today so time is a great ass, asset and ally to get people through their emotions too and and I can a lot as a dad I can say oh okay so consider downloading an app that can help you track your time if you feel like you're not like contributing it's been really neat for me to see that I'm a contributor even though I'm not getting paid money for everything I do, like dating, you don't get financial payment. And so yeah, it's like, well, It's
0: not $15 but, an hour. <laughs> right. It would be
1: great. But, but when I see how much, what I've put into it, and then I, I track what we talked about, like just a gist, it helps me see that I am valuable and I'm, I'm giving my kids some worth, some yeah. worthwhile lessons and support. So, well,
0: And you think about everything that is calling for your time. I mean, you get onto Facebook and there's the ads and the videos you could go off on. There's, you know, everybody's stuff. There's, I mean, even just, I was at Target and they're like hiring $15 an hour, you know? And it's like, I mean, there's so many things you could use your time for, but think about those things that are calling out to you that are your priorities that maybe don't really feel like you're there when you're there. And I love this idea of I'm dadding right now, for me it's I'm momming right now, right? Um, because like that puts you there and helps you be present during that time. It's not, oh, I'm trying to get you through your homework while I'm making dinner and having this conversation on the phone with, you know, the utilities guy, you know, it's, uh-huh. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's just so much going on in that picture, right? But um, if, we, if we can, I love that compartmentalizing idea. The Erin has, because when it's all mixed up and jumbled, it's hard for us to see what's really going on. And that's what we can do with time is to start, start um, uh, paying attention to those details, look at that receipt and see what did I buy today? What is on, you know, what did I use my time for? And that's what will really help us be accountable. And then also be um, problem solvers or creative to see how can I, you know, use this thousand eighty minutes that I have today in the best way that will make me smile at the end of the day, make me feel oh, like, yeah. okay, I did well. You know, like it's good. Like it's not perfect, but it's good. I feel good about it.
1: <laughs> and you you really stick out, you know, when someone says, oh, there's not enough time and you say, yeah, there is. It's like yeah, they're like, wait a what? Because they're so used to people agreeing with you're them. You're going upstream,
0: and that, Aaron. <laughs> and that
1: time is, there's not enough and everybody's in despair. And when you stick out and say, no, there's enough. What, what do we, we got to figure out? Or, you know, and a lot of times they're so shocked that you yeah. think there's That's enough time. time. <laughs> they're like, what? what? You, you're caught up. You feel like you're ahead of schedule. Well, I still have things to get done, but I, I, do, I do relate well with time. I, I do. I, if I feel behind, I say, "Hey, time. What what do I need to do to to get on, like up to speed? What do I need to focus on? What What are the priorities?" Time is a really good, really good ally. So you're gonna stick out if because so many people say they don't have enough and it's hard, and it's the and norm. then you're gonna say you're not being mean. You're just saying, "No, there's enough," and it's it like shocks them. It seriously does. Uh, I've seen it so many times. (laughs) So, Uh,
0: rock. So your your improved
1: relationship is going to mean that people are going to notice you that you have a different approach, and they're gonna they're gonna be a little bit shocked, and they're probably not really gonna want to listen to you because you're one of those hope people. But (laughs) you know what? We
0: need more of that, don't we? But the the
1: goal is that there's stronger (laughs) connections in your relationships, and that you feel like you have partnership in your life. Yeah. And and time is a great partner. Time is time will carry loads with us. Um, it's a great great partner.
0: And to give an Aaron quote, time is not the barrier, it's the solution. Right Aaron?
1: Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Did I quote did I really say that?
0: Yeah. You did. That actually
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah. It's not the barrier. It's the solution. So if we learn to, like you said, be friends with time, partner up with time and really get to the point where we're, it's a give and take and we understand time and we're listening to it and, and it's listening to us and we're working with it instead of um, fighting it and, and being frustrated with it and blaming it. It's just great. I mean that I, I loved your ideas. I love, I I've been loving coming to know time better. And I still feel like I'm a beginner at it, but I mean, as I'm learning, it's great. I, yeah, that's what we're here for. Right. In fact, just
1: this last weekend for Halloween, I, we had a trunk or treat scheduled for our community and I was kind of, I was an overseer of it. Like I'm the one who kind of, you know, put it together, invited people to come out. And before the trunk retreat, it was getting close and I felt like we were behind and I was starting to get irritable with my kids, like, hurry up, we're gonna be late.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I I am still and in that moment I'm like, you know what? This is my fault. I did not plan ahead. Like I'm catching myself sooner, mm-hmm. sooner than I used to, and, and that helps because I used to then blame my kids. It would be the time and then my kids and then my wife yes. and <laughs> and then whatever don't else it. and the pain in my neck and you know,
0: I don't know. <laughs> Um, yes I totally get it because I I've done I've got the list too <laughs> oh that's awesome yes well it's something we can all work on so just kind of as a review um the focus is to build a relationship with time um watching our language not the I don't have time but to learn to appreciate and value it and be grateful for it and see it as a blessing or a commodity or as something that can help us to accomplish what we need to um, so changing our language, really learning to get a relationship time too, by using paper. And I love the love hate, um, journaling, trying one each day, um, every other day, and then just, just go with it, set your amount of time. Even if it's one minute, it's going to make a difference because you're processing things and you're thinking about things and you're getting it down on paper so you can see it. Um, and then as it gets ingrained in us that, Hey, time is my friend, then we can start doing some other things. We can look at our priorities and make sure we're scheduling things in. We can also look at um, what Aaron said of looking at our different roles and actually even clocking how that's going and how much time I'm spending where. And we may be surprised at how much time we spend on a video game or you know uh, watching movies or I don't know, maybe some of us are clean freaks and we're cleaning all the time. That's not my problem, but... <laughs> You know, we all have our thing that it might surprise us how much time we're spending, you know, when our things pop up and it says screen time this week, six hours, whatever. That's always a little shocking when you see uh, more than two or three hours. It's like, really? Did I spend that much time? And, you know, we use our phones for different things, but it's, you know, even it could be teaching a child something and the videos up. So, I mean, we gotta be understanding. Um, And look, look really at what we're doing with our time and and what is it that we want to do with our time. And then as we team up with time, we can be more present. Um, We can have our eyes open to what's really going on and how we can make those shifts that will make the biggest difference and impact in our lives and the lives of those around us. So and it's almost
1: like I can hear the listeners going, Why should I put in this much effort and time? Like, <laughs>
0: effort? <laughs> That's the, reason effort.
1: The, the reason, a reason, and there will be several that will be shown to you if you choose to exercise uh, your relationship, nurturing of time. There will be others, but, but one reason is because it's going to, when, when you know that you have time that you have abundant, like more time to work with, or just more focused, whatever it ends up being. It ends up strengthening your relationships with people. Like I'm going to tell you that is one of the rewards or the outcomes that happens when you treat time nicely. You'll notice more opportunities to focus on the things that you really, that that like part of your identity, like my identities are dad, husband, mentor, I have some other identities, but those three, when I'm dadding, when I'm, when I'm husbanding, when I'm mentoring, it's like my, my mind dials in on how to use that time in a productive way that not just benefits me, but gives value to my spouse or my kids or my clients that I serve. It's I mean. like I am dialed in, I'm focused, I know what I'm supposed to do with this time and it has purpose. So that's the reason why you would want to consider following uh, our suggestions or, you know, however you want to do it. The key is just to speak kinder about time. Like you be the one to say, I'm not going to be the one that says I never have enough anymore. I'm going to start saying I have enough. I just don't know what to do. I don't want to decide. (laughs) Yeah. Time. Means I'm making decision. bad
0: choices sometimes, right? It's okay to have that yeah. conversation with yourself too. It's it's like, okay, let's be real here. Maybe it's not I don't have enough. Maybe it's I'm just choosing the lesser of the uh productive or the best choices that I could make, right? So yeah. definitely okay, so good. Thank you so much, Erin. Um, before you okay. go, we really want to hear an oops moment. From you. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> um,
1: my oops moment is I didn't have an oops moment for this experience. <laughs> <Wow>. um, even <laughs> though me and Elizabeth talked about being prepared to share an oops moment. Um, but I'll, I'll say, actually, one thing that's coming to my mind right now is so me and my spouse are really trying to figure out some numbers and money. And I have made so many mistakes the last week in my communication, just big oops all over the place. Don't know how to articulate my feelings. Don't know how I experience numbers and money because number there's something going on with numbers, but I'm going to say my oops moment is just my inability to articulate how I feel about the numbers and how to team up with them. And it's really created some challenges with me and my spouse. Like, trying to get through this to higher ground and my history and not processing and paying attention to my experiences from my past and figuring out what do I do with those has really created a lot of oops in our marriage. (laughs) So that's one thing that I'll share. I don't know if that's valuable to your listeners, but uh, mainly I just want to say that out loud because I'm a counselor and so people think, oh, you're a counselor. You never have any problems because you have all the solutions. It's like, no, I don't. I just know that time is a resource for me to find solutions. It, yeah. Time is a resource a for solution finding. That's yeah. all I know. I got problems, you guys. I just want you to hear that. Um, anyway, that's an oops do. thing. Don't care. So. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> we know you're human, just like the rest of us. And, you know, I think all of us at times are like, oh man, I didn't say that the way I could have, or, or why am I having such a hard time communicating or whatever, whatever the thing is that day. (laughs) But, you know, we keep coming back and showing up and trying to improve with our spouses, with our kids, with, you know, the people that are around us that we're trying to help them in their lives. So thank you. Yeah, And I think often we
1: say, I wish I could go back in time and say that differently. But here's here's one last just thought that came is like, well, you can still use your time, future time to correct what you said. Yeah. And people generally are pretty understanding when you're when you're seeking forgiveness. If you say, hey, you know, I said the wrong thing there. Let me say that again, because I can't go back in time, but I can use time now to express what I really meant to say.
0: Mm-hmm. And be a little
1: more careful with time instead of just blah, blah, blah. So Yeah.
0: And you can do your redo in the present, right? Yep. It's like, okay, yeah, now exactly. I'm doing it this way. <laughs> yeah, oh, So good. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Erin. And we're going to have Erin back on, I hope, in the future uh, to help us out with some more with relationships. We're talking about some of the things that we could teach in the future. And so thank you so much for being on on Horizon Thrive today. And um, how can our how can our listeners get a hold of you if they're interested in working with you one-on-one with mentoring or counseling? What yeah, what would so, you
1: so me, I do do individual work. Um, you can email me at get wellness simplified all one word at gmail.com. So get wellness simplified at gmail.com. I also provide um i also provide group sessions for workplaces like team for team meetings uh focused on burnout i facilitate those sessions uh, i just i love being in groups of people to talk about burnout and burnout is one of those like, time right is definitely now. involved there right like oh yeah so if that's appealing to you if you're a supervisor a manager a boss a, a business owner where you have a team of a principal a vice principal if you are over a team and your team keeps reporting to you that they're burnt out, there's not enough time, partner up with me. I can come and help. I've got structure. I have a plan on how to do that, what it looks like. It's very clear, but get wellness simplified at gmail.com. And you guys, Elizabeth is awesome too. Like however, wherever you find help, it's just good to have a partner trying to, when you try to navigate emotions. We turn so much to our spouses or loved ones, and they're like, we're not counselors. We don't know
0: what you need help with,
1: <laughs> but we turn to them so much to express our pains and our discomforts emotionally, and they, they don't know how to help us. They want to, but um, find someone to partner up with to understand you know, these challenges like burnout and, and grief because there's so many people like Elizabeth who want to help and, and they can give you support. So awesome. get a partner, get someone that can walk you through and guide you through and understand this. So,
0: yeah, we definitely understand the value of that. Aaron and I, we've both had many great mentors and we've actually sure. been able to be mentors for each other, you know, bouncing things off of each other. And it's so helpful. You don't have to do it alone guys. Nope. <laughs> so. You don't
1: have to do it alone. Okay.
0: All right. Well, thanks so much, Erin. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. My pleasure. Us.
1: Thanks, and, everyone, for listening.
0: Yep. And you can check those show notes to find that email to get a hold of Aaron if you'd like to. And um, you can check out our website at horizonthrivelife.com. We've got some fun things coming up at the new year. Um, we've got a uh, vision board masterclass coming up in January and our group Arise Now starting in February for three months to help you move forward on your goals. So, anyway, Love to have you guys here. Appreciate you. And we'll look forward to having you next time. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, everyone.
1: Yeah, my pleasure.
0: Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit AriseAndThriveLife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.